just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. Hi, it's Emily Means filling in for Ali Vallarta. And before we get to today's conversation, I want to tell you about a cool program CityCast Salt Lake has launched, our new membership program. If you like the show and you want to support our work, I'd love it if you joined. Membership includes ad-free listening, but most importantly, it helps us continue to do good work in this community, and it deepens our relationship with you. Visit us at membership.citycast.fm to join. I also put a link in the show notes. Thank you. Okay, here's what Salt Lake's talking about. Boise, or at least this Salt Laker is. I visited our neighbors to the near north recently, and man, I cannot shut up about it. Now, I bet a lot of you have spent time in Idaho, visiting your grandparents in Rexburg or getting a little wild in Lava Hot Springs. But today, I'm here to convince you to take a weekend trip to Boise. I joined CityCast Boise host Emma Arnold to debrief on my romantic weekend there and to ask, should Salt Lake maybe be a little more like Boise? It's Thursday, November 2nd, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Hi, Emily. Hey, Emma. Welcome to CityCast Boise, not your usual haunt, huh? (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Greetings from Salt Lake City. And you recently got married, so let's start by saying congratulations on that, you newlywed. Thank you so much. It's been just a really beautiful, romantic time for my new husband and me. Aww. <laughs> That's so fun to get to say. Yeah. It's pretty, it's kind of cringy, too. I'm always like, oh, yes, my husband and I did this thing. We went to a, we went to Denny's and got pancakes, my husband and I, or whatever. Uh, my husband and I got pancakes, my husband. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a little, it does feel a little weird at first, uh, for sure. I don't want you to know when I ask you this question, this is not a criticism either of my lovely city or of you and your new husband, <laughs> but I was pretty surprised when you told us that you were planning to come spend like your little mini honeymoon here in Boise. No shade to us, but uh, every time somebody says they're like touristing in Boise, I'm always like, really? Mm-hmm. Int- okay. So, so what, why did you choose Boise? And what's wrong with you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the places west of the Mississippi you could go. Um, well, we've already been to all those places west of the Mississippi. And you know where we hadn't been? Boise. So <laughs> let's see. I think a big factor for us was it's close to Salt Lake City. It's about a five-hour drive, so not too shabby at all. And uh, yeah, we were just kind of like looking for a, a quick weekend getaway. We've already been to Denver. We've already been to Portland, but we had never been to Boise. So we thought, why not? Simple as that. What's the vibe here? What was your impression? Kind of, we're going to get into specifics here, but like what, what was the overall vibe like, did you think? The overall vibe. Um, well, you know, it all started with our five hour road trip to Boise, um, which is not 
I mean, it's not the most beautiful scenic route I've ever been on. You know, you take I-84 West for hours and hours and hours, and there is a whole lot of nothing on the way. Although we did stop off at a gas station that featured some really friendly alpacas. So that was a that was a highlight of the road trip. But once we got into Boise, we were kind of like, oh, this is a lot like Salt Lake City. You know, it's a it's a smaller city. It reminded me a lot of our city, too, because you have a lot of construction happening right now. <laughs> Perpetually, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. There were cranes up against the skyline. And uh, yeah, so uh, at first glance, a lot like Salt Lake City. But once we got to our hotel and, you know, put things away, went, went for a little walk around the downtown, we were like, oh, OK, this is quite a nice little city you have here. Pretty cute down there, huh? It's pretty cute. Really great. Although I was kind of struck by all of the different um, tractors I saw downtown. (laughs) What's with the tractors? (laughs) Tractor art everywhere. Just historic tractors randomly placed throughout the city. That is called Jump downtown, and it is a pretty controversial Boise spot. The Simplot family, very wealthy Boise, Idaho family, built that, and they got a giant tax break, and they were able to build it for very cheap if it was also a, a tractor museum. It's like where the, oh, oh. the Simplot offices are and, and such. Um, and Jump, nobody knows what that does. Uh, it's I a building that's know what it not was. really open ever. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure I'll get an email from someone at Jump saying, hey, ha, hang on a second. But the general consensus around town is it's not really open, and you can't really get in there very often. I have been to some events there. It's an interesting space for sure. Uh, but yeah, tractor museum in the in the bottom, which people are always like, why is there? A tr- why are there tractors in your downtown? And you're like, money, I guess. I don't know the exact answer, but I thought it was a celebration of Idaho's rich agricultural history. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> They'll probably like that answer a lot more than mine, for sure. Anything surprise you about Boise? Any like preconceived notions that you had that were kind of dispelled or, or anything confirmed? Like the tractors downtown, I suppose, is very... <laughs> well, yeah, I knew, I just knew going into it, there were going to be a lot of tractors <laughs> all over the place. Um, you know what? So I have a lot of Salt Lake City pride, Emma. Like, I am a huge cheerleader for this city. Um, if anyone says, oh, Salt Lake City's food sucks, I'm prepared to fight them because I just really believe in Salt Lake City. And so heading up to Boise, I kind of thought you know, this is really going to pale in comparison to, to my home. And <laughs> not the case. I loved Boise, Emma. Like, okay. I thought it was just the most delightful city. It was incredibly walkable, or at least where I was staying. I stayed downtown at the Avery Hotel, which I'm told is, you know, this new swanky boutique hotel. It was lovely. And anywhere I wanted to go in Boise's downtown area was like a five minute walk. So I really enjoyed that. Also, I kind of figured, because I know that your politics in Idaho are kind of similar to ours in Utah. Um, I don't know if you consider Boise a blue dot in a red state, but that's how Salt Lake City is, right? Mm -hmm. And I also know that you have a, a fairly large population of uh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I kind of expected your liquor laws to be similar uh, in that they're rather prohibitive and, you know, it's really hard for a bar to open in Salt Lake City. But in Boise, bars on every corner and people were (laughs) people were drinking and having a good time. 
And I just absolutely loved it. I thought it was a great city. Good work. A liquored up Utah is what you're saying. Yeah, that we are. A liquored up Utah. Basically. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. And this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. Epic Brewing is one of the OGs in building Utah's craft beer scene. But I am most excited about their recent adventures in canned cocktails. First, they released the Utah Mule. And as a big fan of ginger, I have been sipping those for almost a year now. But now, this April, we have the Utah Margarita. A delicious, locally fermented blend of real lime and agave. And they create alcohol by fermenting cane sugar instead of using tequila, which means you can buy Utah margaritas at the grocery store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita or Utah Mule at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or you can visit Epic Brewery on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. They're open seven days a week. And this fall, look out for the Utah Cosmo. Well, we, the whole CityCast team got together and we gave you some recommendations and shared our like favorite spots and little tourist traps. So let's dive into it. What was your favorite thing that you did the whole time? Oh my God, Emma. Okay. Well, so I mentioned to you that when I'm looking for recommendations, what I'm really looking for is places to eat because <laughs> I kind of plan my whole day, you know, from meal to meal. And the CityCast Boise team had phenomenal recommendations. We basically went 
to only your recommendations. I don't think we just, you know, wandered around and said, oh, this place looks cool. No, we made a point to go to as many places on your list as we could. So uh, I think a big standout for me was Coa de Hima Mexican restaurant. Okay. Yeah. It was lit. Like, we really enjoyed our meal there. Um, it was also literally lit because, of course, we had to tell everyone that we were there for our honeymoon to see what kind of freebies we could get. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they sent us out some, uh, like, a scoop of mocha ice cream with a fudge swirl and a giant sparkler. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was pretty great. Um, that was a delicious meal. We really enjoyed ourselves there. I was really interested to try the Basque food that you have in Boise. I I didn't know like who the Basque people were, like what this food entailed. Um, so we went to the Basque block and we went to, um, what is it? Bar Guernica. Bar Guernica, yeah. It was so good. I had a cheese plate for lunch, Emma, just a full on cheese plate and like a really dry cider. And I was happy as a clam. I just couldn't have had a better day. And Yeah. So those were really the standouts for us in terms of uh, your recommendations. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, I think all three of us recommended Margarita to you. And and I I do feel like the Basque Block is something that's so amazing about Boise. And, and like you said, a lot of people haven't even heard of Basque people, haven't experienced the food or the culture or the little museum that is right there is so, so beautiful. So I'm so glad that you went down to the Basque Block. It was so fun. That's definitely for me what I'm always like, you got to check that out. What was so what was your favorite meal like other than the Basque Block? What other restaurants did you try at and what did you like? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, we had to get our morning coffee so we went to Neckar. Mm-hmm. Neckar, yeah Neckar is wonderful delicious little latte there i really enjoyed that um i also really enjoyed all of the bars that you recommended so we went to water bear and i, I had a really good cocktail there and i thought it was just a super cool vibe to me you know, just sitting there looking around, they had like these hanging plants, they were playing like, I don't know, there was like Pokemon Game Boy Color on the <laughs> on the screen or whatever. <laughs> um, it was a cool vibe. And I felt like it was the kind of bar I would find in Salt Lake City that would be incredibly popular, like line out the door. But because it seems to be so much easier for you to build bars in Boise, <laughs> like there was no place that was too crowded, you know? Um, so the vibes were really good. There was room to breathe. I liked Water Bear a lot. I also really liked Hap Hap Lounge. We went up there in time for the sunset and had a delicious cocktail there as well. We also went to the Space Bar Arcade Bar and mm -hmm. played some games, which was super fun. I really liked, you know, the 80s kind of vibe there. So you all just knocked it out of the park. Um, and there wasn't a meal or a drink that we didn't enjoy in Boise. And that was honestly really surprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all so good. Yeah, that's so, that's so good to hear because that was going to be my next question. Like anywhere you ate that you were like, eh, not really my fave, not a place. Not a one, not a one. <laughs> you know your stuff. <laughs> so did you spend any time outdoors? We gave you some outdoor recommendations too. Yes, yes. Mostly we walked around downtown. Um, we did go to the Greenbelt. We were trying to rent a bike, but we found that it costs like $40 to rent a bike for two hours and we, we weren't going to do that. <laughs> so, but we walked along the river. What river is that, by the way, Emma? The Boise River. Wow. A, a namesake, <laughs> a namesake river. And so you got to go on our, our green belt there. That's what yes. that little path is called. It was beautiful. Not little. It's actually quite large and long um, and a favorite usually. 
yeah, we, we didn't get very far. Um, I found that I uh, was too tired and I needed to freshen up for dinner. So we just walked back. But um, so that was really nice. We also did a little touristy um, kind of thing by visiting the capital. Really nice state capital. I like how it's just right there in downtown. And... Yeah, we just had a good time walking around the city mostly. We didn't do anything too adventurous. Um, we're not the biggest hikers in our regular everyday lives anyway, uh, but I really like walking around cities, so that was plenty for me. Yeah, it, it. we have a very walkable downtown and people always give me a hard time like when comedians and friends of mine come to town because that's what I'll usually do is sort of like take them on a walking tour of downtown Boise and go to the Capitol and people are always like, why do you always bring people to the Capitol? I'm like, because it's pretty. It's really yeah. actually a beautiful building that has a little Cecil Andrews Park out front. Like it's actually, downtown is super walkable and just like a perfect place to sort of like not spend a lot of money too if you pop into a couple of bars and, and walk around. Um, did you do any of our, we sent you some tourist trap activities. Did you do any of those? Well, was the Basque Museum a tourist trap? Because we did go to the Basque Museum. <laughs> I would not, I would not call, I would call that like a proper thing to do, like a, an actual thing to do, the Basque Museum. Because I consider a tourist trap something that like locals are not going to go do. Like you mm-hmm, might tell mm-hmm. people like, yeah. Like the penitentiary. <laughs> did you go to the old pen? No, we didn't. But someone recommended it to us. No, I no, I would not. The old pen. I'm going to stick up for really cool out there. Actually. Really? Yeah, it's right by the botanical garden. Beautiful building. I mean, a little macabre, honestly. Uh, I, we did, you know, uh, I've done a bunch of field trips there myself as a child and my own children. And you basically are like, and this is the hanging room. You know, it's a little <laughs> I don't know that I'd recommend it for your honeymoon unless you're true crime fans. But yeah. But no, it's actually that that would have been one that I said, like, maybe would be a not miss because it is really beautiful out there. Oh, son of a gun. Well, we'll have to go back. Uh, no, we didn't make it out there. Uh, we did. Like I mentioned, we drove from Salt Lake. So we had access to a car, but we were really interested in going places we could walk to. And I just wasn't sure I could walk to the penitentiary. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. What about Freak Alley? Did you make it down to Freak Alley? That seems to be a tourist favorite for sure. We were so interested in eating at as many places as we could <laughs> that, like, we just packed our, our schedule full of places to eat and drink. Um, but I am bummed that I missed it because I love I love a good art gallery. I love uh, public art. So um, another thing that we'll have to go back and, and do the next time we're in Boise. So any tips for people visiting Boise? Like, should pe- do you think people should come to a little mini honeymoon? Is it a romantic city? It was so romantic, Emma. (laughs) And especially when we were there. I mean, I think it might have been the most perfect weather weekend of the year. Like it was 70 degrees and, you know, we had some some fall foliage, so it couldn't have been more beautiful. Um, I think romantic or not. Spend a weekend in Boise. Like, it was freaking awesome. It surpassed all of my expectations. Um, You know, it humbled me a little bit as a Salt Lake City snob. (laughs) Because I often think of Boise as just kind of like a, I don't know, a little sister to Salt Lake City. Although, I think it might be possible that your population is larger than Salt Lake City's. (laughs) But I just thought of Boise as as a more compact 
Salt Lake City, and that made it much more enjoyable. Like, we have a lot of sprawl here. You really do have to drive to get where you're going, or you have to do a lot of planning um, if you're going to walk or take public transit. But in Boise, it was just like everything was around the corner, and everything that was around the corner was delicious. So... Yeah, I have been to Salt Lake quite a bit uh, for comedy stuff. And the few first times I went, I would be like, oh, I'm going to stay downtown and it'll be so cute. And then I was downtown and was like, oh, well, this is not exactly what I was picturing. Because <laughs> like you said, it's not actually a walkable downtown. Good for Boyceans to remember that we have this incredibly cute uh, walkable downtown and what a treat that is with the green belt right there. And I always say you cannot be October in Boise. Like really, I always feel like people who visit here in either June or like May or October get a real false sense of what this city feels like, because you're like in spring, you'll be like, Oh, it's so green here. And you're like, no, 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 this is the desert for sure. So yeah, I would never go in the winter. That's for sure. And you know, I, Emma, I do have to like stick up for Salt Lake City. We're we're making a lot of progress and trying to make our downtown more vibrant. Um, but I kind of feel like Salt Lake City wants to be more like you know a bigger city like Denver or Austin or you know Portland even. But I don't know. Maybe we can take some inspiration from Boise instead. As soon as we get those trains. Hooking the two together, yep. it'll just be a back <laughs> so and forth. Let's bring them together, baby. <laughs> All right. On a scale from one to five, how would you rate your overall trip? And will you be coming back? Oh, for sure a five. And we'll definitely be coming back. I'm trying to plan a girls trip to Boise now. So, yeah. so if you have Ooh. any more recommendations, <laughs> I have a feeling the list can't get much longer than the list you already sent me. So Yeah. Well, no, a girls trip, I would have... A whole different set, but oh. it would still probably include uh, Water Bear for sure. <laughs> so perfect. All right. Thanks, Emily. And come back anytime. Thanks, Emma. Will do. That's all for us today on CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around this city. Bye. Bye.